Hi, everyone. Welcome to Better Together and As We podcast. For future reference, As We, as in A-S-W-E, stands for the Alzheimer's Society of Windsor and Essex County. This podcast will feature engaging conversations with guests ranging from community leaders to care partners and persons living with dementia to raise awareness about this disease. You're listening to Better Together and As We podcast, and this is episode 24. My name is Cindy, and I'm joined today by Ayanne Hernandez. Um, Ayanne is a care partner to her mom. Uh, She shares this responsibility with her two siblings. Um, Thank you so much for being uh, here with me today. I know that you are extremely busy and things, uh, you know, are always coming up with being a care partner. Right. No problem. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad that you reached out to me. So this is going to be like a very interesting podcast because I've never done one like this before. But um, to all our listeners, I met Ayan. I'm saying correctly, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, On social media through TikTok. So um, before we get into that, can you just uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes. So um, I am a full-time caregiver for my mom who has frontotemporal dementia. And at the same time, I'm also trying to juggle school. I'm a nursing student. So um, it's it's tough, but honestly, I make it work. I don't know how, but I <laughs> it works. I know. I always say like, until you're in this position, like in the position of being a full-time care partner and a full-time student, you really don't know how it is. Like you just, it, you just do it, right? Yeah. You just have to do it. What's the one thing that keeps you organized and and going? Uh, definitely like setting reminders for myself. Like I my I literally have a full calendar beside me of my mom. Just a calendar for my mom and just a calendar for myself. So that helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. And are you the the number one person that um is in charge of you know making your mom's schedule? Um, I would say my sister and I both share the responsibility because she is a lot older than me um she's I think 18 years older than me mm-hmm. so but she does have her family and I'm more free than she is so I think we share this the responsibility though mm-hmm. are you yeah. the only child that's living with your mom right now yes what year of nursing are you in right now so I would be going into my second um for the RN program how old are you Ian? I'm 24. 24 and you're a full-time care partner right now. Yes. What do you think is the most challenging part about being a full-time student and a full-time care partner? I think that the most challenging part is honestly just trying to juggle my time and at the same time I'm young and you know like I still want to enjoy my life and you know my I have friends and that like to go out a lot and it's like sometimes I have to miss out on those opportunities because I have to care for my mom and also with school nursing is super pat like super fast-paced so it's just really tough for me sometimes to try to remember to spend the time to just relax and take care of myself too yeah I I always tell our care partners um you can't take care of your family member unless you are taking care of yourself first because if you get sick if you are run down then you know nobody's going to be doing well in that situation um for school um you're, you're not even in doing placement and stuff yet right it's just going into class and Right. So I actually had to speak to my advisor to if I could just not do my placement for now, because placement would require me to be there for the full week. And I can't do that having my mom. So um, we set up something. I think I'm going to try to have to do it in the summer. 
oh your your placement right yeah. um, for your mom are you guys you know receiving any services or help from other organizations or outside people yeah so recently I, we just started this last year we um tried out her day program so she started off by going two two times a week and now she's going three times a week which has been great help for me um and also there's respite care am I seeing it right respite yeah, not yeah. okay yeah, it's respite. There's, res there's respite care that has also been helpful um for my sister and I um we can sometimes we've left her there for some weekends if we, we needed to go away or just um take the time off Mm -hmm. So the respite care, you're dropping her off there or they don't come into or do they come into your home sometimes too? No, we drop her off. Oh, wow. Okay. That's really cool. I, I've, I've never heard of that because the, the, our respite program here in Windsor, um, our client support staff go into our clients' homes. Oh. And, yeah. And they, nice. they spend time with them. They help them do laundry, cleaning, um, social activities, physical activities, whatever it is um, oh. they're needed. So that's, that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, what day program are you guys using? Um, I believe it's with Alzheimer's Society of Peel. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay, so it's been going well for her? Yes, um, they love her. My mom loves it there too. Um, they, they actually call her the Dancing Queen because she's one of the youngest one, I believe, that's there. And so um, she's always dancing and she's trying to get everybody to dance the whole time she's okay. there. Have you noticed a huge difference if you know from your mom being at home to going to the day program three times a week now? Yes, yes, one hundred percent because when she before the day program, she would I would try to create a routine for her, but it's still really hard because there's so much there's only so much we can do here at home. Mm -hmm. But there, I know that they actually send us schedules of um what they do on a daily. like they have um I think they have dances sing singing programs so that makes me really happy and content that she's you know doing something there mm -hmm. so like I said in the beginning um you and I met on um very um different circumstances I met well I saw your page on uh TikTok so I've right. been watching and following along with your mom's journey um and it's been really interesting to see, you know, um, a different perspective because a lot of the care partners that I talk to are, you know, much older than you. And um, it's really, it's really interesting to see your perspective, a 24 year old woman that is, you know, full time student. Um, what like how has this journey, you know, changed your perspective about like life and family and, you know, even your relationship with your mom? Right. Um, I've definitely learned to become more understanding and more patient. Um, you know, I've had to grow up faster than a lot of teens would have had to. My mom was diagnosed when I was 19. So that was like a total shock for me. Um, and to be honest, I didn't really know what dementia really was until I had to, you know, care for my mom and do research myself. Um, and it's just honestly, it's been, it, it's taught me to, just cherish my mom even more, like understand her and, and just try to be more patient. Um, what, what made you start that TikTok account? Good question. Honestly, um, all my friends, my family has been asking me and even like my siblings and, and I myself, I, I was hesitant because I'm, I wasn't sure. I know for a fact, my, if my mom knew I was sharing her story, she'd be like, well, you know why? Yeah. Because she was so a private person. But for me, when, when, when my mom just um, was diagnosed, I was looking for 
people like me who would share their stories, you know, like I was looking how to take care of my mom. I was searching up YouTube videos of caregivers who would care for, for their parents. And I didn't really see much. So I thought that creating the TikTok for my mom would somehow share awareness. And that's exactly what it's done. Like I was super surprised with how many people it's reached and how many people can relate to me. Mm-hmm. So that I, that was just my main purpose was honestly to share awareness. Mm-hmm. I remember the first video that I landed upon it was your mom's life story yeah. um, brought me to tears. Um, but it was just the way you put it together and just it showed who your mom is. Um, and you didn't take away from that. You know what I mean? Like the like you didn't allow you're not allowing this disease to take away from who your mom is as a person or human which which I think is amazing and I I am so so grateful for you for creating this account because we need more people talking about Alzheimer's disease and other dementias we need more people um you know spreading awareness because like you said still to this day not a lot of people know about Alzheimer's disease um especially younger people too right they think it's an older person's disease and um it's 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 uh far from the truth so um thank you for starting this uh tiktok account and what's the tiktok account just so everybody knows it's dementia lily and and lily is your mom's name it's lillian um she has a lot of nicknames but (laughs) yes lily um is her nickname what was your what was your response to your family when they asked you why you created the account same thing, honestly, uh, some of them were like, you know, like, you shouldn't be putting your business onto there. And you know, but I was honestly like, I, I see my mom every single day, I deal with my mom every single day. And if not myself, who's gonna talk about it? You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure other people would want to know how to, you know, care for for their loved ones who had who was struggling with Alzheimer's or any other types of dementia. Mm-hmm. In your yeah. videos, um, I you're starting, you're I'm seeing that you're starting to put like you know tips and tricks and things that have worked for you while you're you know taking care of your mom. So can you share some um tips and tricks that you've learned along the way? Yeah, for sure. Um, so with my mom specifically, she can read your emotions and your tone so easily. So say I walk into her room and I'm like, okay, mom, like let's go, like let's do this, let's, let's shower. She's more hesitant. But if I were to talk to her in like a super soft voice, like, hi, mom, good morning, smiling, she'll give that same energy right back. And I think that's helped me a lot. And um, my boyfriend actually also, I don't know if you've seen him. Yeah, in the video. He, he's, he's yeah. your mom's favorite. That's what I'm yeah. learning. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. So he is more patient than I am and he always reminds me he his grandma actually also had dementia Mm -hmm. so um he's always reminding me to just be patient and calm and that's why my mom loves him more because I don't think he's ever like showed any type of annoyance to my mom Mm -hmm. which is so good and then also another tip is music like I didn't realize how much music would change my mom's mood and it's crazy because she's forgotten my name she's forgotten my sister's name but certain songs she'll know the lyrics to mm-hmm. it's, it's so crazy how the mind works yes I'm so happy you're talking about that because music therapy is is amazing and um um it's it's helped our clients out so much 
I've, I've, I've been enjoying like you're telling me this story but I, I literally have watched your videos and I have smiled so much just watching your mom dance and like she know she's a, a, a fan of ABBA is it ABBA yes dancing queen (laughs) that's that's my favorite song song. it it literally makes me smile watching your videos so and another thing I want to say too is the patience part I find that it's easy so like you're in nursing right you have to be patient um with your with the people you're caring for and things like that but it's different with your own family and your mom um if that makes sense like for myself I'm more patient with my clients and 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 uh, my coworkers and things like that. But um, I have to constantly remind myself too, like to be more patient with my parents because you know um, they need help and and uh, they're asking for help because they don't understand or they you know. So right. that just brought me <laughs> to that part. Uh, yes. So it's nice that he's he's reminding you about that. Yes, yes, he's so good. <laughs> and I saw that video where he dropped your mom off at day program. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. I know. So the times that I do have to go to school, it's, it's our schedules work really well together. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. But yeah, for the times that I need to go to school, he steps up. Mm-hmm. And, and your mom's comfortable around him and she knows him. Like you said, she loves him. She loves him. I think she's more comfortable with him than she is with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is amazing. So I want to talk about who your mom was, what or is, and what type of person she is. Um, yeah, yeah. So she um, grew up in the Philippines. She was born and grew up in the Philippines, and she studied um, business in university. And I think when I was three years old, she decided to take a different path and move to Canada by herself, which I think is so brave. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and she started off as a nanny. Um, and I remember seeing her on, on, there was no FaceTime yet, but there was webcam and I would be like, why, why are you caring for other kids? And you know, you're not here for me. And later on in life, I realized that she was doing all those sacrifices to be able to bring her family to Canada. And she did it. All of us, all three of us are, well, my brother is in Seattle, but my sister's family is all also here. And it's, it's just so great she's she's been so hard working she's super strong she's witty um her her siblings she has i think seven siblings they would call her um fashionista because she she really was uh she, the way she would tell my sister to change her outfit because it was not for her it wasn't good enough um she she was just great like she's she's like that cool mom she was very cool mm-hmm. and super super hard working and yeah honestly watching the videos I can see like the sparkle in her eyes even when you're talking to her um and she doesn't respond I can still see you know just the love and 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 light in her eyes um how did you start to notice you know the signs of you know uh frontal temple dementia right um so I she would she had a car and she would drive and she, like I uh, I don't know if I mentioned she was a personal support worker and so she would go from home to home or nursing home to nursing home and she just had certain times start times that she would start and slowly she would get calls from work saying that she has missed her shift 
And she was like, no, I did it. Like very in denial, I think was was the first stage of it all. She was like, no, I didn't miss it. Like it wasn't in my schedule. And she would make me look at it and and it was on her schedule. And um, I think another early sign was she wasn't able to tell the green light from the red light. So she actually got into two um, minor accidents just by running the light. And I think that comes with confusion too. Mm -hmm. And she, she got into an accident and she stopped driving. And I think that, and she had to stop working. So I think that also played a part in, in her dementia. Mm -hmm. And so how was the diagnosis process for you and your sister then? Um, So we had brought her to her family doctor who um, had brought us to a neurologist at first there, but she, she needed to do some testing. And so they said that they didn't find anything and that my mom, um, was depressed. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we, we believed it because she, you know, she lost her car and she lost her job. So we were like, you know, we were trying to think of, of ways to make her happy again. And then COVID came. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, everyone was just at home and not going anywhere. She wasn't seeing her family other than us. And I think that also played a big part. Yeah. Wow. So how many years has it been since she, you know, stopped working? She stopped working in 2016 and she was diagnosed, I believe, in 2017. And then during during COVID, did you see a huge, like, um difference in her her you know behavior and things like that yes and uh, her lifestyle she used to be able to she's she used to be very clean and that was one of the major things because she had just like her room was just a clutter mm-hmm. and she would start bringing up like kitchen appliances and hide them underneath her pillow mm-hmm. and I would find forks knives and I, I was scared I was like mom like you know like what is this and then she said oh it's mine and then there I started to realize, I'm like, you know, something's not right. So that's when we we asked to get a second opinion. And finally, she was asked to do a test, um, just like trying to remember certain words and draw a clock. And she wasn't able to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's when um, they, they diagnosed her with frontotemporal dementia. During that time, you knew nothing about Alzheimer's disease or dementia. Nobody in your else in your family ever had it besides your boyfriend's grandma yeah no I had no idea and I I was also confused because like I said I thought it was an older person's um disease Mm -hmm. yeah no that's why when I came across your video I'm like it's so important for you know someone um your age to be talking about this disease because um even now I'm 30 my a lot of my friends don't know what this disease is or what it entails. Um, and I speak with younger kids and they're like, oh, we don't have to worry about that. You know, we're going to it's it's an older person disease. Like we're, we'll, we'll worry about it later. I'm like, no, it's it's important to learn about it now. Yes, for sure. So once your mom was diagnosed, you started looking for information and or program services you know what, it's not even for a while, like, we thought that there weren't such things as services that would be able to help us. So for a while, uh, maybe I would say two years, it was just my sister and I. So we started splitting the days in a week. So three, three, three days would be with my sister, and then four would be with me. Mm -hmm. And that's still the case right now. 
Um, and not until later did we uh, find her, her social worker actually helped us find um, the day program services and the respite care services. Mm -hmm. And have you and your sister um, taken any other programs or services just for you guys as care partners from the Alzheimer's Society yet? No, we haven't. No. And I honestly think that we should. <laughs> no, I, I think it's it's a great idea because um, there's a lot of support out there for you guys. Um, and the more you know, the better um, you can be as a care partner. I know you guys are doing amazing as you are like right now, um, but it's just, it, there's so much support out there and I feel like we all need it too. Um, and what everything that you've learned so far with, you know, um, taking care of your mom, other care partners can learn from you as well. So, yeah. and a lot more people are less likely to talk about it. So, yeah. um, I think, you know, support groups or like that would be really, um, important for you and your sister to take if you guys have time, because I know you guys are super busy. What advice would you have for a new care partner or someone that's going through this? Honestly, I, I would just, as cliche as it sounds, just be strong. Um, be strong for yourself. Be strong for who you're caring for, for your loved ones. Um, you know, dementia is, it's so hard being a caregiver and it's not talked about enough that we don't, also, we don't only lose, slowly lose who we're caring for, but if we don't spend time to care for ourselves, we also lose a part of ourselves, right? So I believe it's just important to have an outlet. Don't forget to just take a breather and, and you know, make sure that you're surrounded with, with good people who, who will be there to support you. Mm -hmm. As an outlet, what do you do? Um, I do run. So that's been like, honestly, helping me out lately. Um, also spending time with my friends and, and my boyfriend and his family has been super helpful for me. Um, I like to go on vacations when I can. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are things that I just look forward to. Nowadays. Where would you like to go for a vacation next? I definitely need to go back home to the Philippines because my dad is there and my grandma who also, they both raised me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to visit them. It's been a while. Well, I'm manifesting that for you, and I hope you you get to go yeah. back to visit because you deserve to. Thank you. Um, what are some things that you would want to say to your mom that you wish you said to her earlier? You know, when you sent me the outline, this question, I was stuck at for like a good. I don't. I don't even know. It was like, I I don't want to get emotional talking about this, but um, honestly, like I said, my my mom um left. Uh, Canada and I was left with my my dad when I was three so finally when I came to Canada um, I wasn't that close with her and I didn't understand her as much I was just like oh she works so hard she works all the time and I five years or six years fast forward she was diagnosed with dementia so if I could go back I honestly would tell her how grateful I am for her because I wouldn't be here talking to you right now mm -hmm. if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be living the life that I'm living right now and honestly it's a good life that she she has created for me for my siblings and even her grandchildren and I would like to tell her that she I don't think that she knows that she did a great job but she did an amazing job and Sorry. <laughs> no, you're making too. <laughs> she did an amazing job and um 
she I think that she completed whatever her goals were for herself and I wish that she was able to see us grow and you know see her grandchildren and take care of them um but yeah I'm, I'm really really I'm really proud of her and that I wish I had more time with her mm -hmm. I think she did an amazing job because look like look what she's did like you're such an amazing person and the way that you are taking care of your mom and you know trying to balance your life and do everything I know it's it's not easy I know it's not um and you're like just talking to you I can feel the love and just everything you have um to offer um through this through this chat right now so I think she did an amazing job raising thank you. her kid thank you so much no ah uh, my goodness oh and I know and I just <laughs> I just want to say see I practiced that so I wouldn't cry but you know when I'm like I'm honestly just speaking from the heart and every time I think of my mom and what life she should have lived I um I get really emotional mm -hmm. um but my sister I also um asked my sister actually I called her um before doing this um, podcast and I said what would you what would you um tell our mom and she said that she would she would also just like to thank my mom for everything she's done for her and her children mm -hmm. and that you know um, yeah do do your um do, do the grandchildren get to see her a lot still yes they do um so when they actually they actually got to experience my mom um before dementia my mom would drive them to and from school so oh. yeah they and when my my mom goes to my sister's house for um the rotation that we have during the week they also help take care of my mom wow so for the rotation it it it, it works out with your school and your sister's work and all that you guys made yes. it work that way yes. wow and your brother does he come visit yeah, he does. Or sometimes we go to him. Um, oh. Yeah. And my so our middle like meeting place is actually San Diego, which is my mom had that all of my mom's siblings and family live there. So we my brother sees her at least once a year for sure. Wow. Do you guys fly or drive? We fly. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So I hope you go back to the Philippines and I hope you get to go back to San Diego then, too. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> The name of our podcast is Better Together. From your perspective, what does that mean to you? Um, I think that be better together means without the help of other people, um, life would be really hard. And like with TikTok, the me creating the TikTok um, page for my mom and seeing how many people is also going through dementia and caring for people with dementia. And it's like a little community that, we've created through my mom's um, TikTok. I think that, you know, asking for help isn't, is hard, but it shouldn't be hard. And speaking about things that you're passionate about, um, I feel like, I feel like you should definitely just go for it because there are people who can, will be able to relate to you and need your voice, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think um, the name Better Together is perfect because like I said, you reached out to me through TikTok and, you know, it's, it's just coming together for, to speak for about this disease is, is amazing. Be, me being able to talk to you about this is amazing. Wow. 
Thank you so much, Ayan, for taking the time out of your day to do this podcast with me. Um, I would love for us to finish this podcast with some rapid fire questions. These five questions are all random and it will allow our audience to get to know a little bit more about you. Um, there are no right or wrong answers. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So first question, if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with that extra time? Um, run. <laughs> If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Adobo. Ooh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> what would your perfect Sunday look like? Um, being by the beach. Ooh, do you go to the beach often? So I live in Toronto and the beaches the beaches are basically lakes and they're like two hours. <laughs> um, I wish I could go to the beach more often, but I do go to the like the water often mm -hmm. yeah um what could you give a 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation dementia what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you um i think that the best piece of advice someone has given me is just to keep going because um my younger self would always be proud of me if they saw who i was today Thank you so much, Ayan. It was a pleasure speaking with you today. I hope our listeners have gained a better understanding about what it entails to be a care partner. What you are doing is not easy, and I'm really, really grateful for you being here with me today to, you know, help spread awareness about this disease. Um, hey, listeners, my call to action for all of you, how can you help? Educate yourself and encourage others to do the same. Refer your circle of friends and family to our services. Support our events and fundraising campaigns and become a dementia-friendly community. Listen to new episodes on the last Friday of every month on our YouTube channel, Alzheimer Windsor. And don't forget to subscribe. Our podcast is also available on Spotify and Amazon Music. Help for today, hope for tomorrow, and remember, we are better together. Thank you so much, Ian. Thank you so much.